I'm Katie Bennett-Stanton, a senior B2B marketer with 20 years experience across the UK, United States and Asia Pacific. Last year, I was fortunate to spend three months with Deloitte in Chicago. During that time, I was delighted to have the opportunity to spend time with a number of global experts. Throughout that period, I interviewed a range of leaders and shared their thought-provoking, relevant and influential takeaways weekly. Now that I'm back in Melbourne, the Katie Talks conversation with influencers continues. Today, I'm delighted to be speaking with Vera Oyoung, who is a Deloitte partner and national leader of the Deloitte Chinese Services Group. Vera is an internationally recognised leader in Asian business with a, with a proven commercial track record as the architect of East-West success. Vera speaks seven languages and is a leader who relishes the opportunity to create legacy and mentor the next generation. Vera, welcome. Thanks, Kate. I'm really interested to talk to Vera today. We've had a lot of really interesting conversations around um, the way that she approaches leadership and, and working with teams. So I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation. Vera, we read a lot in the media about modelling strong behaviour as a leader and managing our own mindset as well as our teams. Talk to me about what you do on this front. Well, Katie, um, I, I'm a purposeful people and value-based leader. I aim to be Alice. So in order to have the leadership capability and the record to achieve results, I need to be mindful of my resilience in large and complex business. I need to take time to pause, reflect, and recharge. What this really means practically. Mm -hmm. So every fortnightly, I set time aside and celebrate my success. For example, what I do is I'll take the moments to thank someone, may they be peers or my team members, whom has been part of my success recently. Have moments when I can truly acknowledge success for my team and me. I really like that notion. I think in a really fast business pace environment, we can tend to be just very much moving on to the next thing rather than stopping and, and taking some time to, to celebrate. How does that change the way, how does that change your mindset? Well, it really made me a much happier person mm -hmm. that I'm actually uh, purposeful in how I lead my people. And more importantly, it actually recharged me. It gave me the sense of um, purpose and it gave me a sense of energy uh, to really go forward. And I think that is truly something that we need to see more broadly in our leadership. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think in an environment where, where senior leaders are spending quite a lot of time on planes and in different time zones and travelling, and, and I know that you do that, the, the ability to stay fresh and energized and and full of energy I think is a real balance to be struck and I'm I'm often um, a little bit in awe of people who who have a great ability to do that yes Katie it is something that I'm pretty uh, guarded about it that I do need to look after myself mm. in order to look after my people in my business absolutely right yeah Vera, you talk extensively about the importance of building enduring relationships and that this is really pivotal to the way that you work. Why is it so important? Well, relationships are everything. I mean, spend time developing and maintaining a strong relationship with people. May they be clients, stakeholders, 
and team members that will truly affect our future success. So I look at relationship building is everything. It's all about us. And it's really how we actually go about our day-to-day when we come to work. Are there particular things that you do to prioritise relationship building? Mm, Well, in terms of relationship building, it's more about what is the best interest of the person that you're interacting with. So I think often than not in my interactions with my staff, um, my team members or my peers, and for clients for the matter, right, is more about what, what have I got to offer that actually going to give them something of value that they interact with at every moment of that. So it's about being purposeful in each of those interactions as how I can help, you know, how I can help or how can I contribute to their success. I think that is really forefront of my thinking when I look at individuals uh, in my interactions. I think that is really important for us to be genuine in how we interact with each other. So putting somebody else's priorities and what they're trying to achieve front of mind rather than being, I guess, more self-centred or self-serving. Yes. Katie, it's all about being genuine. Mm-hmm. It's all about being um, being truthful in how we respect and treat each other. And I think these days uh, there's a lot of uh, interactions that can be very much on the surface and very transactional. I think for us to be truly um, successful in in what we do, uh, may it be business, personal life, or in community, it's all about being uh, being true to ourselves. And I think feeling comfortable about what is best for the, the person that we are dealing with or interacting with, I think if we have other people at the forefront of our thinking, we tend to be a much happier person. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Vera. In, a, in my recent podcast with Catherine Mountford, you commented that our discussion really resonated with you, um, particularly around the, the element of authenticity. Can you talk to me about your ethos around authenticity, please? Sure, Katie. Um, so to me, authenticity is about to always bring your authentic self, right? being present, and be unique. Mm-hmm. And above all, do not be afraid to be different. Um, often than not, I find that even in my professional life, I often get challenged um, by things that I sort of box myself in or have a perceptions about myself. Um, so what I've learned over the years or even listening to the talk recently is about, um, you know, really bring my best self daily, moments by moments. It feels right. It's the most like skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, got to feel comfortable because I think what really oozes out is that it's the real self that really bring to, to, to bear in terms of how we bring ourselves, our total self to work mm-hmm. and feel comfortable about it. I think being comfortable is, is important. Yeah. Uh, we can't be who we are not to be. And you, you talked about the fact that you have over the years become more comfortable with being authentic and, and you know, bringing your full self to work. Can you talk to me a little bit about how that's evolved or things that you've done to continue that that journey of feeling more comfortable on that front? Sure, Katie. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned over the years is that that instead of having uh, a perceptions or frame of mind or mindset that I think this is the right way to do, mm-hmm. um, I've learned that uh, what might be more effective is that 
is allow oneself to be challenged by others okay. with the advancement that, you know, knowing that the other person is actually looking for the best interest of me. Mm-hmm. So it's giving that trust to someone on the on the opposite end and in, re, in return, you actually reap the benefits yourself. Okay. So to me, over the years, as I learned to trust others and I find that I get more authentic in the way I deal with others and it just have the multiple effects. Okay. So the more we do that, then we're going to build a much stronger community and people around us who are truly people that we can trust and work and and be a happy place yeah yeah i reminds me of a boss that i had many many years ago who told me that i used to get a bit defensive when we'd have conversations and and he would challenge some of my thinking and at the time i found that i found that quite confronting but i think i think i it's something that i've that i've learned from tremendously in terms of rather than sort of putting up walls and immediately getting frustrated or irritated that, uh, you know, that whatever it is that I'm presenting is is absolutely the way to do something, just sort of sitting back and listening to their perspectives and then sort of trying to collaborate or, or think about how whatever it is that we're talking about can be made better. That's right. I think the, um, the the analogy that you've just shared is really a very personal journey for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think collaborations uh, is really key uh, to it all uh, in terms of authenticity because um, when we collaborate, we're more likely to succeed together rather than on our own journey. Mm. And I think, um, and, and also you learn more about yourself uh, at the end of the day, yeah. right? This is really that, uh, the, the more you learn about your oneself, yes. like ourselves, um, the more we bring the best and, and knowing, you know, w- w- which are the areas that actually tick the boxes or which are the areas that, you know, just want to avoid it, yeah. um, you can actually make that right judgment call mm. at, at that cr- critical moment. Absolutely. And, you know, just to, to the point around what, um, around collaborating, what my favourite way of working is to bring together a group of people from the team uh, who have disparate, different backgrounds, different areas of expertise, you know, to write up on a on a board, this is the big, big level strategy that we are solving. You know, give me your craziest ideas, and the result is always so much richer than if I'd sat at my desk on my own. Yeah, right, Katie. And and this is often the way I've learned through my career that um, uh, what you uh, is is it's most like my way is a highway, or whichever you call mm-hmm. that. It, yeah. It's almost like uh, when we collaborate, we're more likely to come out with uh, a very different sets of. Uh, solutions or ideas or innovations that otherwise you wouldn't have if you're on your own. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that that um, not not being in an echo chamber where everybody else you're collaborating with has the same background and you know you're all best friends and you you, you all um, well group group think you all tend to pat each other on the back and have the same ideas, but challenging each other definitely the way to go. Vera, what talk to me about the biggest turning point in your career? <laughs> How many turning points are there, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, um, in terms of the biggest turning point, I think what really comes to mind or resonates with me is that, that um, you know, a few years ago, um, you know, it's most like um, I need to stop what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I need to start thinking differently. And also I need to continue doing what I'm passionate about. Okay. So if I may use the word, the turning point in my career is about having that moments where I stop, I think about what to start, I mm-hmm. think about what I need to continue. What I really means is that is that 
you know, I've realized that in the turning point of my career, that moments is that I need to move quickly to determine whether things are really in the way, in mm. a sustainable way, uh, in terms of how it's going to transform the Vera to the next level that she's aiming to be. So a very simple example is that if you wake up in the morning and not feeling the energy, yeah. you know, we've all been there. Yes. So then it's time to really reflect and really search for the why and the why not. So often than not, uh, there are probably at least two key career moments for me where I actually absolutely woke up in the morning to say, oh, do I want to do this? And I, I think it took me a while to realize that instead of saying, do I want to do this? Mm -hmm. I went deeper into the search of oneself, which okay. is myself, yes. about why don't I do this or why not? Mm -hmm. So I think once I get to that point, and suddenly it opens up a different horizon in terms of what are the possibilities ahead of me. Okay. So asking yourself some fairly, well, being introspective, asking yourself some fairly deep questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Thea, are there any significant challenges that you've navigated in your career that you've drawn special strength or insight from that you'd like to share? Well, there's so many of them, Katie. <laughs> Where do I start? Um, look, I think the things, the, the one thing that really came to my mind is about um, back yourself, okay? Back mm -hmm. yourself yeah. and play to your strength, okay? okay? So, um, you know, culturally, uh, from ethnicity point of view, um, performance and perfection, perfectionism is given. Okay. It's expected of us, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we grew up from a very young age to say that 99.9 .9 is not good enough. You need to get 100 points. Okay. Okay. And, and that's kind of give you a bit of context of, you know, how, what, how I was wired as I, um, you know, as I grew up uh, yeah. as a young child. But what that really means is that when I bring to work, I have the assumptions that I'm here to perform. I'm here to do exactly what is needed of me mm -hmm. and move on and then keep going on and then keep going on. But what I haven't realized which until much later is that that while you might be performing and be a great achiever, but if you are not good in really backing yourself in the, in the right moments, for instance, to go for promotion, mm -hmm. and often than not, you know, especially um, in my younger days, and I, you know, felt like, haha, you know, I should be recognized for that. Sure. But as years gone by, I realized that that is not good enough. Okay. So I need to take control of myself or my destiny or my career path to a point where I need to start to back myself to truly believe in what I really um, bring to the equations of in terms of uh, uh, business context or career context, and then play to my strength and go for that promotions that I so desire and be comfortable with that because it's actually countercultural. You know, mm -hmm. from a from an Asian and Eastern culture point of view to, to to sort of beat our chest up a little bit. Yes. Um, you know, putting aside humbleness or hum, you know, humility and, and, and all that. But I think uh, I've learned over the years that, you know, at the right juncture, at the right moment where the credit is due, uh, don't be shy to claim it. Go for it. <laughs> so this is what I mean by back myself up. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. And for, for listeners who perhaps come from a similar cultural background to you where um, that that isn't something that is instilled early on, do, do you have any tips or insights for them as to specifically how you've overcome that? 
Well, okay, if I can play back the clock, um, like one of the things that I think will be very, which is something I'm doing right now to okay. all my younger staff, uh, especially those that I've sort of handpicked as future talents, is that uh, it's really getting uh, a great sponsor and mentor alongside you, mm -hmm. right? It's having to trust that someone is looking up for you, all right? It's not about, about like having an, uh, a godfather or godmother around <laughs> it, but it's just having someone who truly believes in you early in a piece of your career and then walk alongside you and be prepared to challenge you okay. to take you to the next level. So I think if I think about that, which is something that I'm passionate about right now in my day-to-day -day work, that mm -hmm. I constantly come across younger staff who are fantastic in what they're doing, but they were exactly like me okay. at least 20 years ago. Okay. So I had the privilege to pick them up these days mm -hmm. and just give them a bit of a fun and give them a bit of a courage. And, you know, amazingly, they surprise me. Time after time, I see them blossoms, right, in yeah. different situations, yes. in the client presentation, in something. And, and no, it does make me feel uh, really, really proud. And that proud moments are probably one of those moments that I can pat myself on the shoulder to say, oh. you know what, well yeah. done. Yeah. You know, well done, you have done it. And, you know, so-and-so has become a star. Um, I think that really makes me proud. Vera, what does career nirvana look like for you? Oh, well, if I think about a happy place, right? Yes. If that is what it means. Um, it's about, you know, I'm happy. in I'm in a zone of happiness when I feel like I'm focused, I work hard, and I know that I'm resilient, mm -hmm. I'm passionate, and I also have the commitment in whatever I do. So to me, if I have got all that elements in how I bring to work every day, mm -hmm. That is a happy place. And I would say that, you know, that really give me um, the bus, you yes. know, the bus, the energy yeah. uh, when I come to Deloitte every day. And, and I truly work among the amazing people who are so diverse in their skills and also their background. And I'm constantly learning from them every day. So that, that learning piece as well, being around those clever people and being able to be challenged and Add, add to your, your skills and your knowledge. Absolutely right. Vera, yeah. what's the best piece of business advice that you've ever been given? Um, well, I think really, um, if I reflect back around some of the really great conversations and challenging conversations um, about, you know, about myself and also my career, mm -hmm. um, in a business context, I think is it's really important to have positive energy. Yes. Uh, and also collaborative leadership. Okay. Okay. What I really mean also is that we need to strike a good balance between what needs to be preserved. Yes. And enhanced in the ground operations when okay. you're running a business. Mm -hmm. However, we also need to have courage to drive the change that is needed to keep us relevant and be competitive. Okay. Are any of those, would you pick any of those as more important than others or is it more about a combination? I think it's more about combinations and having the right balance. Okay. Um, is also being perspective about the situations that we are in and also the stages of where everyone is setting the journey. Okay. Yeah, it's not about me leading the business at the front. It's about bringing everybody on the same journey and on the same bus. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we talked a little bit before about uh, the some of the, the nuances from the cultural background that you have and the way that you were raised. Uh, getting into that a little bit more, what advice would you give your 10-year-old self? Well, I would say have courage, respect, and care for people with a clear sense of purpose. Be adaptable, resilient, and engaging people around you to help you to succeed. Okay. And are they all things that you've you've learned along the way? Absolutely. I'm still <laughs> learning it. I'm still learning it. I'm sure I'm still learning it. Yeah. Throwing some good humility in there, which you mentioned as well earlier. Vera, how did you get to where you are now? Well, um, I think at the heart of my strategy thinking and decision making um, is about people. Mm-hmm and clients, right? So where I got to where I got to right now in leadership is, um, I think about times where it, what makes me most proud and stand out is that, that it is my ability to lead and create an inclusive and supportive environment mm-hmm. in which people achieve success in the form that matter most to them. Mm-hmm. And that really make a difference in the life of the people around me my family and also in my community yes that makes me proud and have there been particular people along the way who have fundamentally helped you to shape your leadership style um my dad okay um dad is someone whom always expect more than 100 percent of me (laughs) Sounds um, like my dad. That's not your dad too, yeah. is that right? Okay, uh, I'm sure. But well, what I'm trying to say is that that uh, I think uh, from the point of love, mm-hmm. from a point of compassion and also caring for others, which is as my dad would for, for, for me, yes. I bring that ethos into my work mm-hmm. because if I can bring the love, not in a cheesy way, <laughs> in a true business <laughs> yes. environment, yeah. Uh, to care and want the best for each other, for, for the staff or for the client, finding the, the right solutions for them and really matters for them. I think that is a real proud moment mm-hmm. when you know that you truly have made an impact in someone's life. Yeah. I think in a business context, I think that is probably the secret of what I enjoy doing, what I'm doing. That's that's quite a consistent theme you've talked about in terms of well, the, the love in not a cheesy way, but but caring about what is important to other people rather than the agenda that you have to push. Absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my dad was a high school teacher and if I'd come home with A's, um, I would get a stern, well, that's that's great, Kathleen, but why? What, what do you think you missed out on for an A+. Plus? I know. Now, I get it all the time, right? <laughs> and I don't have the same cultural background as you. <laughs> Vera, one last question for today. Any career advice for listeners? Okay. Um, successful leaders tend to focus on three priorities area. Mm-hmm. People, strategy, and values. So having an inspirational vision and goal and bring the best self to work, okay, in terms of, you know, what, what really truly matters in, in, in one's career. But having said that, don't forget to have fun along the way. <laughs> That's really important. <laughs> because fun comes from succeeding from winning. Uh-huh. So let's have fun.
I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And pause once a fortnight to reflect on what we're most proud of. Vera, I've really enjoyed our conversation. You've given us some really good insights. Thank you very much for sharing some of your expertise. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for listening to the Katie Talks podcast with me, Katie Bennett-Stenton. If you enjoyed this episode, please review me on iTunes to help others find this great content. I have some excellent thought leaders coming up in the series. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I love feedback from listeners. You can find me at Katie B Marketing on Twitter or Katie Bennett-Stenton on LinkedIn.